hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Good morning. Oh my goodness. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hi there. Welcome to The Basic and the Brain. (laughs) Yes. I'm not liquored up this morning, but I am caffeinated. I I was like, I hope not. It's it's 9.48 (laughs) a.m. Even I draw the line. Mimosas. Brunch. Don't get me started. Bloody 9.48 is aggressive. Is it? This is how you know you're not 30 yet. (laughs) Because that would hurt. That would hurt a little bit. I mean... I feel like drinking overall already hurts. That's why like we need to like drink earlier and earlier in the day so that like we have enough recovery time. You so that you saying? can chug water before yeah. bed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Chug water, electrolytes, that Pedialyte game, you know. Oh my God. Pedialyte saved my life in Mexico. Literally saved my life. I was, I was just walking around with like a bottle of, uh, like a, bottle of Pedialyte <laughs> at all times. And everyone thought I was hungover. I was like, I am not hungover. This has nothing to do with alcohol. I have not had a sip in days. I was like, this is, this is not that. I was like, trust oh me. Um, no, but I, so I, I, I'm like obsessed with Celsius. You know, I know I it know was not are. a thing for you. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it because I swear that's how I <laughs> make up for my lack of working out. Um, but I, I struggle between like choosing a Celsius or a coffee because I can't have both. I was doing that for like a week. I was having both and it, my body was anxiety like... Anxiety attacks. Yeah, it's just anxiety. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping. My body was like, bitch, are you insane? Like, like you've been drinking coffee because I, I was drinking coffee every day since like high school because I went to school in the city. And so mm. I would like stop by the little like coffee man trucks in the morning and be like, oh, I'm going to get an iced coffee on my way to like English class. I thought I was 35, but, um, yeah, no. So, but now like, I like crave the taste of coffee. I don't, I don't even need the caffeine. I just like the taste of it, but I can't have both. The taste. Maybe I should start doing decaf when I drink Celsius. Um, I wouldn't do that just because like decaf from what I've understood is it's like, it's sort of like a bleaching type process that happens to separate the caffeine out. Yeah. it's, It's like a weird thing. So that's why I never touch decaf. Interesting. I didn't know that. I actually never had. Yeah, they like treat the coffee bean. Yeah, well, they treat the coffee bean um, and process it differently, um, which isn't really great for the human body, or at least that's like my perspective. I mean, do what you want to do, right? Um, Also, I feel like Celsius. Like, if I were to start in the morning with it, there's something about having. I know it's like um, fake sugar or like a stevia extract or whatever it is that they use. Let's but not it use the word safe. My brain. Um, I said, wait, let's not use the word fake with the shit that I drink every single <laughs> Sorry. Wait, it impacts you your I mean? brain? It just like messes with me. Interesting. In the morning. I, I also like don't have a sweet tooth, as you know. I would rather prefer like a plate of fries mm-hmm. over, you know. Or chips. A, 
Exactly. Over like a Sunday or something. So like, I feel like to have something that, um, sugary, even though it's not like mm-hmm. real sugar, it like still messes with my taste buds. Interesting. That's why I feel like Celsius and I didn't click, but it was like good. Like the flavor was totally fine. Um, and I felt like it gave me like a nice caffeine hit and it was like a good pre-workout for sure. But, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to stick with my caffeine home girl. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. My um, coffee. Yeah, and you're, if anybody knows of any mid range, very nice, nice things, coffee machine or espresso machine, please let us know because Maddie and I just had a whole 25 minute conversation about the different options. Um, she's willing to drop was... the cash. However, she just I needs, just... she just needs yeah, a good I, that... one. I could probably get you one for about 3000 you're already about to like reach out to your contacts. Mm-hmm. I like if anybody were to have the contacts to get me like a coffee, a machine. coffee machine on the cheap, <laughs> it would be you. <laughs> I mean, y'all, it was pretty funny. We literally spent like a good, as Lena said, like 25 minutes discussion of me v- venting about the my current espresso that sounds like a plane taking off at LAX. I was um, like, oh, that's early for them and- to be starting construction. <laughs> On a Saturday, I really thought, I was like, um, is that going to, like, I was like, are you going to have construction in the background during this episode? Because I think we're going to have to postpone this. I literally thought that. I forgot about your Nespresso, which actually sounds like an airplane. It really does. It's it's quite comical. Um, And I have been in the market now for a new coffee machine that's like good mid-range quality that includes like, you know, a coffee grinder, a little bit of an automated system so I could schedule my coffee to be brewed at a certain time. Like I'm a little bit bougie. A little bit? That sounds very bougie. <laughs> Look for the things that matter to I'm me. I'm like, I'm cool with my Nespresso I'll work out the money for it. Um, Can I tell like, you though? I feel like I don't want something that's commercial because I feel like those are too bulky and also way, way overpriced, like 10K, right? Like close to... Okay, I don't know if I can help you. No, I'm joking. Uh, let me seriously ask what I can what what I can get you, because um, one of my goodness. friends, one of my best friends, her um, her husband's in the coffee business, so I, I really will ask. Um, Alina, you've been holding out on me. <laughs> I, I didn't know you wanted a commercial. I thought you liked your airplane espresso. Like, I didn't know you wanted a different kind of coffee machine. Um, no, I will say that the one thing that really kills me about the Nespresso is the, um, it's so not eco-friendly. It's awful. Have you, so like when I put in my order, I also request the recycling bags Mm -hmm. that they provide and I'll just like throw it in and like ship it back to them in hopes that they actually do their job and recycle. Um, but I do agree with you. The environmental impact is not great. It's horrible. And yeah, so I, of course I recycle them. Um, but Mm -hmm. still, it's still just it's just like unnecessary. Why can't they just do what 100%. Keurig did and create a reusable? And obviously I know why, but come on. It's like, it's 2022, yeah. you know, it's 2022. Yeah. It's time that we think about these things. I mean, and how many people are not recycling their pods? Oh, so many, so, so many that don't give a fuck, which is, you know, teach their own, I guess, but no, you're killing um, the earth. Uh, no, I have a problem with you. If you don't recycle, it's not that hard. Recycle your fucking pods. Hashtag triggered. Gosh. This is so angry. You intentionally fell into my trap. I was like, ooh, let's see how Alina handles this. Uh, no, I, I, no, 
I can't. Like, it just makes me so angry. I, I, I like dumpster Y'all, dive at my house because Mark is not very good at recycling. Love you, Mark. But like, it's just not. I'm like, it's a can. Put the can in the recycling. Why is that so hard? The recycling bin is next to you, the regular garbage. Yet you choose. Y'all, Alina almost ended our friendship once because we had, Pierre and I love sparkling water. We, we don't drink it anymore. Um, but we used to just like buy bottles and bottles of sparkling water. And I just remember you getting into a heated ass argument with me about like, why don't you just like buy one of those like soda carbonate, like the soda stream? Like, why don't you just do that? Like you're killing the earth, Maddie, with all of these bottles. It's so true. when I tell y'all, do not throw a recyclable item in front of Alina in the trash. <laughs> okay. Also though, she will end your life. Also a couple of things. Number one, only I think it's only eight percent of things that people recycle get recycled. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's disgusting. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, and I feel like not a lot of people know this. And I know, like my sister, for example, like we used to take. She used to literally go to the office that we worked at in the city on the weekends to take all the recycling, like the paper home and like recycle them at our house because the building like didn't have a proper means of recycling paper. Okay. Like, so my, my point is like my sister is also very, very passionate about this and she didn't Mm -hmm. know that like you can't, like you can't recycle something that's dirty. So like if you put like a a, a soiled pizza box in the recycling, the oil will ruin the machine. So it's not getting recycled. Dirty tinfoil not getting recycled. Like just things like that. Which is kind of crazy. You would think like as an industry, like the food industry would have like a better way of like, I love the compostable stuff, like the compostable, like takeout boxes mm-hmm. and things like that. Cause I think like that's actually a really good, um, smart, innovative way mm-hmm. um, to kind of help the earth. But to think like, I remember a few years back watching a video of this company that was utilizing this type of plastic, but it wasn't plastic. I can't remember what it was. It was almost like a, an alternative to plastic for water bottles, but it was like this circular thing that you would then be able to consume after drinking the water. Inside oh of it. yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was like this whole big thing and it was like such an innovative like concept and they actually started production. I was like, why haven't we seen that? Like you would think given the near term need for us to be better about recycling altogether, Mm -hmm. why is it that the technology hasn't gotten to the point that we need it to get to? Because I feel like it's so expensive to produce these things and like nobody's actually going to use them. I mean... Are you going to eat your water bottle after you've consumed the water? Because I'm probably not. Yeah, but then it's compostable or at least it like... I think it was like made out of an algae or something like that. It was biodegradable, yeah. I don't know. I know I know. like a similar... There was a similar concept and I feel like they might have... They might use it. I don't know. But um, it's edible like utensils. So like I think they're made of corn. Mm, I've seen that. And yeah. I think that like the, the primary thing, market was India, right? Oh yeah, actually that probably, yeah, I remember here seeing that. The one thing I will say about this whole recycling thing, I mean, I've always recycled my entire life. Like my family was mm-hmm. big on recycling. We're still big on recycling now. Um, but uh, um, one of the things I still to this day hate in regards to this industry is the bullshit cardboard straws. 
Don't give me a cardboard fucking straw. Okay, I I, I know. <laughs> like, I agree. Really the worst invention. Yeah, the paper ones that like in life. Yeah, it's like if you're not chugging, if you're not shotgunning your iced coffee, like <laughs> you're gonna be drinking paper. No, I totally agree. Paper. Um, I agree. The ones that I love, you know, which straws I love, the sweet potato ones, like the yam ones, because they're like hard. Mm. Hmm. Yes, and they also have a corn varietal too, I believe. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen the corn ones, but I love the 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 yam ones because they like they feel like hard. They yeah. mimic an actual and they're super biodegradable, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And they're not gonna like force me to like eat pieces of fucking paper oh while God, I'm consuming worst. my my iced coffee. You know or you, what I mean? Yeah, you know what else? Like when when you have a plastic iced coffee cup, we all have used them. We know. <laughs> And then, like, if you don't take your fingers and, like, make the hole for the straw bigger, your straw, like, mm. folds in half and then, like, it doesn't mm. come out. Oh, my gosh. That was... <sighs> <sighs> like, triggering. whoever greenlit that idea? A for effort, though. Bye. No, but A for effort. <laughs> it's... I wonder how many... I was about to say how many trees it saved and I was like, fuck. I wonder how many trees it's destroyed, yeah, no. actually. But... um. <laughs> No, <laughs> I I have a, like a collection of metal and um, I like glass straws better because I feel like you can like see what's in mm-hmm. them. And I got yeah. so many people on them. Cool. Like, like there that. was a period in my life when I was like buying them as gifts for people. And I was like, happy birthday. Oh, Here's really? a metal straw. <laughs> Janet, like, and she now has them at her house. She uses them and I'm so proud of her. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, oh. Mark's friend. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you want to know how I, I got him? Because he like literally was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, blah, 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 blah. And so I literally like scoured the internet and he loves animals. Jesus. So I found like a picture or a meme or something. Not, it wasn't a meme because it's not funny, but um, it was like a picture of a sea turtle swimming and it had like um, oh. a plastic straw stuck in its nose. And I was like, save the turtles, Chris. Save the fucking turtles. And but I bought him reusable <laughs> straws. And that's what did it. And now that. he like doesn't use plastic straws. And now my work here is done. I love that. Sorry, what were you going to say though about Pierre? See, oh no, um, Pierre and I, actually Pierre was the one who was like, yeah, why don't we just buy like stainless steel straws? And it was actually when we were at your house and he, you pulled one out and he was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I literally bought them and we have our stainless steel straws mm-hmm. all due to your inspiration. Thank Guys, you. Guys, should I get into the stainless straw Doing business? God's work. I feel feel like I'm a trendsetter. I can guilt you into doing it. Like whatever, whatever you need. I'm your girl. If you have a friend that is a a plastic user, send them to me and I will convince them to save the turtles. Just save the turtles, guys. Oh my goodness. So I love that. That makes me really happy. Like, okay. I go about my day feeling good about myself. You know, they look good. They, you know, it feels good because you're like saving the environment. But you got to watch your teeth. Yeah. Oh, yes. You do have to watch definitely. your teeth with them. Definitely got to watch your teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. On that note. On that note. After talking about a plethora of topics. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens um, when we go, well, we don't have a script, which I feel like we've like decided to just not, you know, like we're rolling yeah, with it. I'm and I feel like because we're getting a real glimpse into our lives and what we talk about and our passions for coffee <laughs> machines and plastic, I mean, and stainless steel straws. So. On that note. (laughs) 
on that note, I think it's time for our basic bitch quickies. Um, and for our listeners um, who may be joining us for the first time, uh, this is essentially where, you know, we pick top headlines for the week or updates on, you know, our most recently viewed shows, reality TV, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we sort of give our top of mind thoughts um, and how we're digesting the news in real time. Um, and so we've got a few for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Alina, are you ready? I'm always ready. Let's fucking do it. I know you are. Oh my, this, you this are. is the Celsius hitting um, me. I'm like dancing. <laughs> Sorry. Good. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm here for it. Woo-hoo. We should record in the morning more um, often. <laughs> uh, we should okay. record after you've had a Celsius. Yes, uh, this I is agree. great. <laughs> <laughs> I am loving this. Okay. Let's do it. I'm ready. Um, hit me. Okay. So first topic, Rosie O'Donnell and Priyanka Chopra Jonas drama. Okay. So, oh wait, sorry. I have a job. I forgot. I mean, I feel like we don't really need to time ourselves here. We'll just oh, like go until okay. we're bored and then move on to the next subject. Unless okay. you want to time us and then we, I do like that. Because we tend to ignore the timer. I know, but that's there the point. You go. Okay. I'm not going to give us 20 minutes. I'm going to give us two. Okay. Um, so for those of you who don't know about this, cause I don't think it's like major news given everything that's been going on this week. Um, but I believe that like the Jonas's and Rosie O'Donnell was out to dinner, um, with like her son or something. And then Fran Drescher and they ran into each other at Nobu Malibu. Cause of course, mm. um, and mm-hmm. Rosie, thought that Priyanka was Deepak Chopra's daughter and like made some kind of comment about that. Do you know this? I don't, I don't know what the specific thing was, but like, so she just assumed that that was her daughter and was like, Oh, I know your dad. And and Priyanka was like, Oh, you do? Who's my dad? And she was like, Deepak, of course. And then I guess like it was probably adi- like extra triggering because uh, Priyanka's dad died a couple of years ago from like cancer. Oh, and, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. And then like Damn. to make matters worse, um, Rosie like went on TikTok and apologized to the Chopra wife, and like apparently it was like real. Yeah, it was like really unapologetic, and it was just like, well, I'm sorry, like sorry. And then I guess her son like in the background Did- was like, Mom, you only had one job. Like it's just like not well, insensitive. Yeah, the Chopra wife. Yeah, she. I don't know what. Rosie was thinking, like, already that's an embarrassing situation behind closed doors, mm-hmm. right? Like, in a private setting. And then for you to publicize it, but publicize it in a way where you're not really apologizing and still being a fucking asshole and admitting to, like, the slight overtones of, like, racism. Like, let's be real. Um, like, I was, I just didn't quite understand what she was trying to get at. Like, was it supposed to be like, oh, here's a learning lesson? Cause that wasn't a learning lesson. No. That was like, let me talk about my stupidity and how I think like all people, all brown people are from the same family lineage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then give a bullshit apology. Like, she should have known that people were going to rip her a new asshole. I mean, I, I don't know if she was like, because she's rosy and like, she was funny once upon a time, I think, right? She's a comedian. I don't even remember, but I, I feel like that was like her no, way like, of trying to like, haha, like make light of the situation. And I feel, I, I agree. Like she made it worse. Considering cancel culture, the world that we currently live in, that was a really dumb thing to do. 
No, I, I, I don't disagree. I'm saying like I, that is the only thing that I can like discern from the situation that would make some kind of logical sense like, mm-hmm. that she tried to be like, hey, like, I'm That's sorry. I'm an idiot. Dumb. Haha, Chopra wife. Like, you know, that was bad on me. Like, I'm going to be I'm going to appeal to the Gen Zers on TikTok instead of just like calling this girl or like making sure that, you know, she apologized to her. I don't know. Yeah, I think the whole thing was like weird. And and but that's the only thing I can think of that she used humor as like a, not defense mechanism, but like a way to be like, haha, like I'm just Rosie. Sorry. And, and then apparently that, I that's what pissed off Priyanka. She was like, you could have just called me. Like, how yeah. dare you make you this public? It could have been a private conversation. Yeah. Like, why did you make this public? And if anything, I think Priyanka probably was also like big question mark. Like, why are you making this public when you did something so stupid behind scenes? Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. And to be honest, I, honestly, this is like the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life, and also the dumbest thing a celebrity has done this week in my mind. A hundred percent. And I feel, I guess, like I feel like they probably like don't run in the same circles. I know Hollywood's small, but like they don't run in the same circles. They'll probably never see each other again. I don't think that like Rosie yeah. is ever trying to work with Priyanka or Nick Jonas. I, I can't imagine that. So like. I almost feel Maybe like she should have just like, relevant? yeah, like I feel like she should have just like kept her fucking mouth shut and just like moved on with her life. And then yeah. like, it's not like, I don't think it would have come back to bite her in the ass. I don't think that Priyanka was going to come out and be like, Rosie did X, Y, Z and didn't even say sorry. Yeah. That's just so weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, also I think Rosie might be trying to be relevant because like, let's be real. We probably like Gen Z millennials, like we all know Nick Jonas and Priyanka. Um, Rosie O'Donnell has been like, a fading personality in the background. Yeah, I literally um, like, so, don't even know what she does anymore. <laughs> like, does she do anything? She used to have like a talk show, but that's all. I don't know if she does anything now. I just know that like her and Trump like hate the shit out of each other, but that's about it. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's everybody. Um, yeah, I don't think she's been in anything. Yeah, but like, like there was like this time. whole Twitter feud between her and Trump, I feel like, during his like presidency. And I think that's when she like came back into the public eye a little bit. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen her any in anything. I don't know what she's up to. I, quite frankly, I don't care. Um, and I also think, once again, like this is just just stupid. Like that's my label on this whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. Um, Rosie why do better <laughs> do better and why like why i just don't get it it's like you, you didn't need to make this a thing but you made it a thing so okay yeah so weird i didn't um, we're over okay. it we're well over our two minute allotment so um okay the next topic dun 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 ben stiller and christine taylor are back together after splitting up five years ago so uh, yeah, we, we're we're done with the timer thing, by the way. Um, I that's what I thought. <laughs> th- so this, I feel like, is not not necessarily something that's like top of mind for a lot of people. But I saw this and I was like, wait, that you know, that's like a nice story. Like I feel like right now, especially mm-hmm. when times are bleak, um, for a lot, you know, for a lot of people and people are feeling the impacts of like just the world today. I was so mm-hmm. this like made me smile. I like forgot that they broke yeah. up. I forgot that they were together. Um. This is not, they're not people that I think about, you know, on a day-to-day basis like Kim and Kanye, but I, it made me smile. I'm really happy for them. And I think like if there's if one thing came out of COVID, that's nice. Mm. Maybe it's that. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. 
um, considering that, you know, pandemic and now brink of potentially World War III, um, it is kind of nice to see something that's a lot more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, and also considering some of our recent BBQs, I feel like most of celebrity headlines are typically down the more darker route. Mm-hmm. And in particular, I think with Kim and Kanye, when we think about their marriage dissolution and the chaos that's there, um, it is, it is very sweet to see two people being able to come together or back together again and, and find each other again. It caters to my hopeless romantic side <laughs> a little bit. So I thought that was cute. No, I, I totally agree. I, like, I, I think the moral of the story is that, you know, they, they separated five years ago and then, you know, during mm-hmm. the pandemic, given lockdown and L, I think they live in LA, it was pretty strict here. They decided like, okay, Ben will move back into the house that he can be around the children more easily, Children, yeah. um, which I think is also like, that's such a mature like thing in itself, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. to be able to co-parent in a way that's civil, I think is not always a given number one, but then number two, just to, to literally be like, yeah, like come into my space. Also, they probably live in like a 50,000 square foot mansion. So they probably didn't even have to see each other mm-hmm. if they didn't want to. But, um, exactly. I guess that they, <laughs> they realize like, oh wait, like I actually really miss you and I miss this and our family. And so I think that's like, you just, I've never heard of anybody divorcing and then getting back together. And I just think it's, I think it's lovely and I'm really happy for them. Um, I mean, I feel like there's several celebrities who have done that. I'm also thinking of like Pamela Anderson and like Tommy. Um, I feel like they, didn't they like break up and then get back together again? I feel like a lot of celebrities do this. Really? Or some do. Yeah. But like this it's, five it's years not like later? common. The five years later thing I think is rare for sure. Um, but it is kind of beautiful. It's like coming together during like a crisis, AKA the pandemic, but also didn't his dad die recently too? Ben Stiller? Yeah. I don't know. Did he? Maybe. Uh, Jerry Stiller. Is his dad famous? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, his dad died in May of 2020. Yes, two years ago. Um, Jerry Stiller, he was in uh, King of Queens. He was um, the dad in King of Queens. I didn't watch it. Surprise. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was also in Seinfeld, too. I hate Seinfeld. Remember? I gave Mark one episode, uh, and he okay. did not convert me. Right, that's fair. That's fine. And I'm a, I'm um, a friend was for also- life. Uh, I mean, same here. I'm not a big Seinfeld fan either, but um, at least I've seen a couple of episodes and know that he was in the sh- on the show. Um, so I wonder if it's like in the midst of his loss um, mm-hmm. to like that probably was like another thing that brought them closer together too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then his, when did his mom die? Because I feel like it's been back to back for him. Oh, that's Didn't awful. She, oh, no, she died in oh, 2015. Oh, this is Ben Stiller's dad? Yeah, Jerry Stiller. I never knew this guy's name. (laughs) Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Interesting. Good to know. Learn something new every day, huh? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think it's sweet. I'll, I'll, we'll leave our, our, our listeners with that. Like this is just like a nice little sweet story, I think for this week. Yes. Um, Okay, the next one, and I know you added this one, so do you want to (laughs) tell us? (laughs) Untangling the drama behind Queen Elizabeth II's death hoax. 
<laughs> Why? Yeah, or you go. Uh, I literally saw, I didn't see the original headline of the queen being stated that she was dead or the hoax. Um, but I did see the backlash um, of like people are saying or confirming that the article that came out is a hoax. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if she had passed or if the article or, you know, if, if it actually happened, just given like her age, she has COVID right now. Um so I wouldn't have been surprised, but I also can see why the hoax may have also just been a mistake too, um, considering what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess for me, there's always been like celebrity death hoaxes for years and years and years, but I felt like this one was believable. Like I could have been like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. So I actually didn't see the article either. Which is shocking because it mm. apparently was in an interview with BuzzFeed News and you know how that's a main source of news yeah. for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I saw I saw the like, I guess, recovery from it or something like that. And so it looks like mm-hmm. this became a thing with some guy named Jason Lee. Don't know who he is. Um, but he told BuzzFeed News that he was confident to report that the monarch died. Um, And he said that he heard it directly from a guest at a wedding. Um, uh, And so they're saying that it might've been a misunderstanding related to the death of Mark Lanigan, who is Queens of the Stone Age singer. I don't, I don't know who that is, but um, who, who died Mm -hmm. like, I guess a couple of days ago. Um, But I, this guy's life is going to be, I don't, I, I, like, you don't fuck with the queen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I, again, I, I understand why, like, people wouldn't be surprised, right? She's like 90 something, you know, obviously has access to the best, best health care, but I, I, I get it. But I'm just like, that is such, that is such a big fuck up. And apparently he was like, well, we break news. That's yeah. why I said it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. This is what I mean by like, it kind of goes back to like our episode that we talked about, like journalistic integrity Mm -hmm. and how the priority nowadays is just to break a story. Um, Even though like there are certain ethics that need to be upheld of like, have you actually confirmed this? Um, What about the damage that would be done if you break it? And then it's actually not true. Um, And it's so funny because and I know this is going to be like a side story, but um, with everything that's happening in the Ukraine right now, there are lots of people who are quote unquote breaking stories of what's going on within Russia and the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, um, I believe some journalist that is a correspondent with the White House came out and was like, if you see certain words like breaking news, sources say, but like there are certain trigger words that the media is using so that they can technically break a story, but they don't actually have to confirm it. So like saying like, don't believe everything that you read, which then goes back to the issue of like most people nowadays are literally just reading headlines and not deciphering those words. Um, So like shit like this Mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me, but it's also just like makes me feel icky about the future of journalistic integrity and like, and the audacity of this guy, too. Right. I just, I can't. Like, that's the queen. Wait, okay, so um, <laughs> funny that you bring up the whole, like, 
clickbait and the fact that people are just like sharing fake news, right? Because the other day I was, I don't know, I saw a headline about Hong Kong or Taiwan or something like that. And I forwarded it to Mark and Facebook actually um, has a feature now where if you try to share an article without opening it, it's like, you're sharing an article that you didn't read. <laughs> Are you sure? Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And so, of course, I was I like, I like felt that. guilty. I was like, oh, should I do And I was like, yep, send. I was like, I'm sure. I was like, let Mark read it and then report back to me. <laughs> but it did make me think for a second. I was like, oh, no, am I the problem? And then I was like, yeah, but we know I'm the clickbait queen. So, Yeah. I mean, but like, as long as you acknowledge that, you know, there's a problem and you're like willing to be like, yep. (laughs) Yes. I still very much want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say though, in regards to this guy, Jason Lee, what really killed me about this like headline or article was that he literally went on Instagram and was like, regarding the Queen Elizabeth story. One, I've never lied. Two, I've never been wrong. Three, oh, I trust oh. my sources. Four, I have yet to see an official statement from the palace saying otherwise. And five, I'll be at the Domda concert tonight with Yay. Uh, who is this like, guy? He gives no fucks. Like the dude gives no fucks. Like the, I think for me, it's sh- purely the audacity of this asshole. <laughs> who is he? <laughs> I, I don't know who he is. No idea. All I know is that, like, when you come at someone like that, like, when you come forward with some story like that and then have the audacity to say what you're saying when people are like, bro, <laughs> it's the queen. Um, yeah. It's like, just funny to me. The, I, I actually, know I, like, that could don't send, have, like, like, economies into, into, like, disarray. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I think that's a big no, problem. You know, I'm not like a huge fan of the queen or like the monarch in general, but like even I'm like, mm, this is this is suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're glad to hear that she's alive and well. I'm glad to hear that she's alive and well, and I'm sure you are too, because we don't wish anything ill on people. Of course, we don't. Except Julia Fox. No, I'm joking. Sorry, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. I'm totally fucking with you. Um, it just felt like a good thing. I'm telling you, man. Celsius in the morning makes me spicy. Sometimes, like I do this at work, and I'm literally like, I, I've had to like, a, I've had to like apologize to my manager. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm feeling very spicy today. And she's like, I really like it. I'm like, this is why I like you. I mean, um, we've always loved spicy, Alina. We're yeah. here for. It. Um, since we're talking about Julia Fox, shall we get into our new topic, our next topic? Sorry. Yes, let's do um, it. Kanye's new muse alert. Um, I mean, I think a little context here is great. So this is literally a Kim K lookalike. Um, photographers or paparazzi basically spotted Kanye in Miami with Chaney Jones. I mean, she legit looks like Kim in these pictures that they took in Miami. I mean, I think she like looks, I thought it was Kim. She looks like a a copycat, like a Kim Miami copycat. version of Kim. No, I think like yes, no, yeah. she she does, but I just feel like she looks like a sloppier version of Kim. Um hundred percent. Like Kim would never be caught dead, number one, with her little flyaways showing mm-hmm. in her little tiny bun. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. Kim would never have her weave looking stringy. I'm just looking at these pictures in the article. Like her weave looks stringy 
I get, yes, like she clearly got a lot of work done to look like Kim. But I think mm-hmm. she's like a like a trashier, sloppier version. And I know nothing about this woman. <laughs> Where did he find her? I have no idea. Probably um, utilizing those modeling agencies <laughs> like he did with Julia Fox. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just but. don't know. I just don't. Okay, do you, do you think he's just trying to like make everyone look at her and be like, like he wants the attention on himself? Do you think that he's like, look, Kim, I love you so much that I will only date women that resemble you. I want everyone to be you because I want you. Like, what do we think his end game is? Or I don't even know if he knows what his end, end game is. I don't think he knows, honestly. I think he's just trying to cause some hurt, which then brings up an interesting question that Pierre and I, um, we asked each other the other day of like, if you were to divorce your significant other, would it be hurtful, more hurtful, if they left and started dating someone that was a you lookalike or someone who was like the complete opposite of you? So, for example, when it comes to me and Pierre, he was like, would you be angrier if it was like literally a you lookalike with like a massive ass? <laughs> or he's like, if it were like a white blonde woman with like blue eyes, like what would make you angry? I think, um, I think a like Swedish stunning model would piss me off. Like a blonde hair, blue eyes would piss me off. <laughs> That's a fair point. Um what about you? Uh, what, yeah, what did you I, say? I, I get, I, I didn't really know quite how to respond. Like, I guess for me, it like depends on like what the situation was in regards to like our like the dissolution of our relationship. Okay. Like, if it was because he was cheating on me, right? And like, if he left me for another Maddie lookalike, I would be pissed because it's like, well, you threw everything that we had away. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were like natural dissolution, like just because we, you know, we love each other, but we just wanted to separate because we're not compatible or whatever it is. Um, I guess I would feel a little strange, like, okay, so you're going to put more effort into this relationship instead of ours. Um, but then there's also part of me that would be kind of flattered of like, oh, it's like he can't get me out of his system, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, but it's kind of hard to say. I feel like there's so many factors that would factor into what my perception would be. Okay. My feelings would be in that moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that, but I feel like my inclination is I would, I would be more annoyed at someone who looked nothing like me because, mm-hmm. and this is the difference between you and I, you're like, well, <laughs> it really depends. And I'm just like, no, I don't want that bitch forgetting me. And I'm like, I want you to like I mean, think of me point. every time you look at her and remember I'm the better one. <laughs> there will never be another Alina Jingjing. Point blank. I mean, yes, there never will be. Point blank, period. Mark, if you're listening, there will never be another Alina Jingjing. <laughs> I will I make will sure say, of that. I think. <laughs> Unless it's Tinks, because apparently she's an adopted anger and I like her. She really is. Um, but I will say the interesting thing here is that if I see it sort of the opposite way, like if, like, let's say we had a natural dissolution of the marriage mm-hmm. and Pierre were to find someone who were like blonde, blue eyes, white, right? Like I, I complete opposite of what I am. Um, 
I think I'd be like, okay with it. Cause then I'd be like, oh, so like maybe I just wasn't his type. But then again, I guess I would then rethink the entirety of our marriage. But like, was he ever attracted to me? So yeah, I, more I think about it, maybe I wouldn't be okay with it. I don't know. It's a good question. It's, it's a, a good really question good that I feel question. like there's several factors I would put into it. <laughs> but um, I guess for Kim's case, considering that she tried to make the marriage work, it didn't, and that he's like tormenting her and now dating someone who looks, is basically a Kim lookalike. Like, I don't know if she, her perception would be like, this is kind of sad. Like, if you think this is going to make me jealous, because it's not. I, I think and Maybe he wants to show her that, like, she's replaceable or, like, trying to show her that, you know, like, he can get another one that looks like her and, like. Or he can make cetera, another cetera, woman. Whatever it is. He can make another Kim. Is what, exactly. That's what I think he's trying to say. Like, I can make you. I, like, you are replaceable. Uh, I can do it again. Because he believes uh, he made her, honestly, right? Honestly, I feel like Kanye the more this whole debacle goes on, the more like I see him as like this mean, vicious person. Um, not that he's hurting, but like, he's, he's like, he's so mean. Like, it's not just like this situation and how we're interpreting it, Mm -hmm. but it's also like he ran Pete off of Instagram. Well, he thinks he ran Pete off of Instagram. Well, he's like going about it, it like socially on social media stating that he's the reason why P decided to leave Instagram and like relishing in the fact that his, his fans bullied the shit out of him. Oh, what did he say? He was like, oh, tell your mom I gave you a new name. Like Kanye, like that's mean, bruh. Like you're the one who failed in your marriage. Like don't come after the dude who's like now treating Kim right. Well, he's a narcissist, but we all know that. I think it's so mature of Pete. Like literally, I think it's so mature of him to be like, yeah, like I like I love you or like you enough to deal with this shit. Um, no, I I guess like my thing is I'm surprised that people ever thought he was like a good person because I never thought Kanye West equals like nice man. And I don't know why. I just like never ever got like I'm a nice guy vibes from him. Like, I feel like I just I was always like cockiness. Yeah. I, he's done some good things in his lifetime in regards to like, you know, his community back in Chicago. Like he's done some like pretty good philanthropic efforts. Um, but I will say his cockiness makes him appear to be rough around the edges. And then also just like the recent craze and his social media antics, um, and I think some of the mental health concerns that people have had around mm-hmm. him, like we just, I don't know. I, I feel like I used to give him a little bit of grace because I think he's such a genius when it comes to music. Um, like the man is a production music production genius, but seeing all of this like play out, I'm like, wow, you really aren't a nice person. No, <laughs> but like, I I feel like I've thought he like, he's shown signs of narcissism for years, mm-hmm. for years. And I feel like everybody yeah. like gave him that yeah. grace and forgot about all of it because like they enjoyed his music. But like everything, just the way that he he like controlled Kim. Like I, I, I feel like this isn't new news. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like he, like for her wedding dress, he had sure. to be there for every fitting. He dressed her. He flew mm-hmm. to Paris when that whole thing happened with her. Flew to Paris because he didn't like what he saw her wearing. He changed her entire aesthetic. He like, do you know what I'm saying? I, like that. And then before all that, yeah. when he came out and said, 
I'm, I'm a genius. I'm like, like when he was basically calling himself God. So I'm just like, what, Mm. how did we all forget about this? Like, so like, I feel like that's a good point because it's being used with malintent now. Maybe that's why people are suddenly Mm. like, remember, like not putting the pieces together, but like, oh shit, like maybe this guy is not a good guy, but I feel like all of the signs were there and it's not even like it was a sign. Like he openly said, like, I am God. He put himself on the fucking presidential ticket. Like what? Like a normal non-narcissistic person doesn't just do that. Right? Oh, Kanye. But, but, but there's like a, we're now seeing again, it, because before it was like, oh, okay, like Kanye is just Kanye, right? Like he thinks he's God. He thinks he's a genius, blah, 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 blah. Maybe he is Mm. a genius, whatever. But like, I feel like because it was just like, oh, it's Kanye being Kanye. And there was, again, there was no like hurt being dealt. Everyone was okay to just ignore Mm. it. But now obviously there's like literal safety concerns and like he's potentially putting people in danger. That that's why people are suddenly like, oh shit. Well, also, I think now it's getting to a point, too, where he's going after so many people. And now that it's Kanye against Kim, like, they have pretty equivalent fan bases. Um, And so it's not like he's just, like, being crazy and people are kind of putting it to the side. It's this situation of, like, Kim versus Kanye um, a little bit. And so a lot more people are against what he's doing Mm -hmm. because of this this conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why a lot more people are starting to go through his actions with a fine tooth comb of like, Oh wait, you're pretty shitty. Yeah. Like he's not a nice a person. Ways. I don't know. I, I mean, I think this, he needs to, someone needs yeah. to like not rehab, but like put him under supervision. Cause I, I do think someone's going to get hurt and I feel like I pray it doesn't happen, but doesn't look yeah, like he's stopping. I feel like, yeah, I would. I would assume, given the situation, that it would most likely be Pete would probably get hurt in all of this. Oh. I mean, I, knock on wood, nobody gets hurt. Everyone is safe. But just with how targeted Kanye has been, um, and you know, with his fans and stuff. I mean, like I said, crossing fingers, knock on wood, mm-hmm. nothing is going to happen. But it's it is scary. It is very scary. Oh, um, all right. Well, but I feel like. Pete is, you know, lucky in that he has the means, I think, to hire a security team and Kim has a security team. And so, you know, they'll, they'll, they should be fine. They should be fine. Yeah. As long as I keep saying it and believing it, they will be fine. <laughs> well, do you think that like, do you think Connie will just stop if she, if like Pete was like, okay, I can't do this anymore? I don't think so. No, right. I think he's just like on one now. He's going to hold a grudge. He's going to hold the grudge. God, he's like, so I don't think crazy. Kanye will let it go because he needs to divert. He needs to find a place to put his anger towards. Um, and he's not going to do it against like Kim and his kids because he's trying to win Kim back. So he needs to, there has to be a scapegoat. And that's what Pete is. I love how we're saying, psych- welcome to the base, the, to the, to the basic in the brain where we psychoanalyze celebrity doings <laughs> without psych degrees for the record. <laughs> Neither one of us has a psych degree. Um, but okay. But we do a lot of therapy and we learn a lot through our own therapy sessions. We do actually through my political science degree. I did, um, 
I did, and also media studies, weirdly enough, I had to take a lot of psych courses because it's like I had to understand the psychology of audiences um, and the psychology of politics too. Interesting. I mean, that makes sense. Fascinating. I mean, I took a psych class, but what does that mean? Um, Okay. (laughs) Wow. Um, One final story. Um, Amanda Bynes files to end conservatorship. Um, I saw this. Okay. So I didn't read the, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I saw this. I don't know if it was yesterday or, or this morning. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how I, like, I don't think anyone should be under a conservatorship, but I just remember, you know, over the last however many years, like, I don't know what happened to her. So apparently what lent to the conservatorship. So Mm -hmm. I knew that she had some sort of like mental breakdown and I think it was kind of obvious to a lot of people. And she, this is, this is a tough one. What I was reading was apparently at some point she doused her dog um, in gasoline. (gasps) um, I'll kill that bitch. And was like near like matches or something like that, where it was like a pretty dangerous situation and clearly like a little obvious that there was a little bit of mental instability. Um, So her mom is the main conservator um, and her mom has control over everything, um, Mm -hmm. which was like similar to the situation with Brittany. Um, But what's interesting here is that Amanda, you know, she has been taking care of herself. She actually just got a degree from FITM, which is like the fashion Institute design. Um, She's like doing, and merchandising. And she's doing actually pretty well for herself right now. Um, and her mom is supportive of her ending the conservatorship. Like, but, the parents are. But wasn't there, like, a drama with her mom, like, doing some shady shit, too, back in the day? Oh, I don't know about all of that. I thought Probably. there was. I mean, celebrity parents, um, like... Feed off their kids. Celebrity children and celebrity parents, like, it is a psychological rabbit hole that one day we may dive into, but I don't know if my psyche could handle it in all honesty. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel like I remember something like that, but, um, okay. So her mom is supportive. So Mm -hmm. her mom is like, she doesn't need me to do this anymore. I think that's great. Yeah. I think this is interesting and that we're finally seeing Brittany's whole conservatorship issues and drama mm-hmm. and resolution actually having an impact further down the line where I feel like those who are younger are now coming forward and being like, actually, I want to end my conservatorship too. Yeah. Um, and I think it's wonderful. Um, and, you know, I'm happy for Amanda. She's she's also engaged, I believe, too, right now. So she's, you know, going to be, I feel like once this ends, it'll kind of, you know, help her with moving on with her life in a sense. Do you, I mean, I, I hope so. And I'm, like I said, I'm happy for her. She really is better. She obviously got a degree that's huge. And it looks like she is, um, she's trying to build her own clothing line and potentially like fragrances. Exactly. Um, so, that, I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. But she was in the conservatorship. Oh, I guess around the same age as Brittany, right? Because I was just doing the math. She was about 26 when she was put into it. Oh, God. That's really young. Are you asking if Amanda's the same age? Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm saying she was. Um, I, like, I, I'm, I, I guess. What can you say, right? If the conservator is supportive, like, I guess that she's ready. Although, sorry, this is what I was going to say. Um, I wonder if her mom 
Maybe mm-hmm. she's not actually supportive. It's a conspiracy. Maybe she's not actually supportive. And maybe she is, but maybe she's not. Mm-hmm. What if she just doesn't want what happened to Jamie Spears happening to her? It could be. What if she's like, I feel like this was the precedent has been set. Um, and I think, you know, this is why I think like Britney's case was so monumental because as we know, conservatorship policies is so ass backwards. Um, look at the death <laughs> stare I'm getting right now. The death stare. Sorry. Just wanted to show you that. Oh, for our listeners, like, Benji is, uh, staring at Alina. From, <laughs> she's just like the death stare. Literally. Oh Lord. Um, I think Brittany's whole conservatorship drama, as we know, conservatorship policies are ass backwards. Um, and I think that this set a, a precedent. Um, and so a lot of celebrity parents or parents in general who are, you know, conservators, um, that may be abusing the system are probably fearful, a little bit more feel, fearful, now, knowing so. that they're not as well protected. Um, and there's a lot more, um, I guess eyes on the issue now than there was previously. So, I mean, I agree with you. That's, that's actually a good conspiracy theory of the reason why they're going forward with it and not fighting it is because, well, I mean, I would hope that her parents would want what's best for her. So, and also I feel like nine years is enough time for her to like grow get the help that heal. she needs. I mean, he, grow and heal. Knowing though, I just want to preface healing is forever and you know, being better as a person is forever, mm-hmm. but um, I think nine years in a conservatorship and considering the progress that she's made, it, you know, yeah, I'm hoping that her parents are like, we want you to be happy and live your life. Yeah. Here you go. And like she got her shit together. Exactly. From what, from what we can tell. Exactly. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I know we talked about how like Britney's conservatorship, that whole battle was going to impact the general, I don't want to say industry, but like yeah. Industry? I don't know if that's the word, but um yeah, I'm I'm interested to see if it gets approved, what happens, whether or not she comes out with this clothing yeah. line. And I think it's pretty cool. You know what? I think it is. From all that, um what else did Amanda do? All that and then Um Easy A. What was that? Easy was she an Easy A? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was. What's that was. one where um she dressed up like a guy, like a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? I was gonna say. I'm gonna let him in because mm-hmm. he's scratching. And I don't want him to scratch the door. Um Yeah, what what is that? She's the man? No. Yeah, she's the man. That's what it is. Oh, and there's also what a girl wants, which was in England, I think. What was it? Um, so there was, she's the man mm-hmm. and then there was also what a girl wants. Oh yes. Yes. Is that it? Is that all yeah. she's done? No. So she was an easy a hairspray, Sydney white robots, which was like a cartoony type film. She's the man. What a girl wants. Oh, the Amanda show. Liar. Yeah. The Amanda show. Okay. Forgot she had her own show. Yeah, that was like, okay. I feel like where we all fell in love with her. It was on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, the good old days. When the time was, this, when it was a simpler time. <laughs> a lot simpler <laughs> to say the least, but we're not going to go down this rabbit hole again. Um, well, Amanda, we wish you the best of luck. Based on your current really aesthetic, do. I am probably not your demographic that you're trying to sell your clothing to, but I hope it's successful. <laughs> But no, seriously, I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean that like, 
No, no, no. I get don't it. Think it's that. just funny for me because it truly isn't your aesthetic in any way, shape, or form. I don't that's, think it's anyone's aesthetic, um, to be honest with you, but I wish you the best of luck. Um, and no, you know, I also don't know if I'll be wearing your fragrance, but I will smell it. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Oh my um, gosh. And on that note, um, we'll, we'll see y'all on, on Wednesday. We'll wrap it up. See you Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 